Chapter 5 Status Life was markedly easier when he thought of August as a prisoner first, and anything else second. It was easier when he thought of the prisoner down in his cell. He had amassed a variety of words to associate with August that pushed his name further and further away from the forefront of his mind. Underfay, the prisoner, the water horse. His work as king continued apace. There were constant meetings, mediations, potential battles. He did his own cartography, fixed his own maps, so when he wasn't meeting with other Fay, he was often teleporting out to distant reaches in the other worlds, checking and rechecking boundaries, making sure he knew where the major players of the CV Fay resided. The constant travel would have kept him grounded if he could spend the time he wanted to in remote regions, but since the defeat of the Nightmare King, since the removal of the Akushka from power, the Fey worlds were in unprecedented chaos, and Golvi and Ash were still too new at their roles to maneuver with confidence. Golvi needed his help, and he needed two stable kingdoms. It left a lot of work remaining. Gwyn's bitterness at being caught up in his job was a caustic sourness in his gut. He knew it made him crueler. The family curse, as Undine would put it, edged closer. It was a merciless ridge in the back of his mind, difficult to repress, agitated around court gossip, never soothed by the green, lush perfection that was the Seely Court. Days passed, and they drove his thoughts to dark places. Where hunting would sometimes suffice, instead he found himself wandering down towards the Seely prison. It was deserted down this end of the court. Older kings had used the prison freely, and the energy of even the outer rooms was dark and gloomy. The residue of energy left behind from prisoners previously executed, tortured, left to wither, clung to the place. A last, mute appeal of the dead. Even before he entered the bowl of the giant tree, it settled over him like a bleak pall. The water-horse had to be feeling it, too. August was standing insouciantly when he approached, head leaning back against the wall, eyes gazing sidelong at Gwyn. He looked brighter, fresher than he had the past few times, thanks to the water Gwyn had provided earlier. But he was still naked, still showed signs of wasting, still nothing like his former self. Yesterday, Gwen said as he stepped through the invisible barrier, yesterday I had a family of Waterfay come and petition me, very eloquently, for your death. You see, they had a daughter who had several signets ousted from her home. Do you remember her? No? Gwen removed the lube from his pocket and held it up, turned it in his hand. He walked up to August, who tensed, but did not shrink back against the wall. He took August's hand in his own and drew it up, feeling slight resistance, and placed the lube in his palm, pressing it harder than he needed to, glaring at August as he did so. Let me guess, August drawled. All the signets died. It was terribly sad. You came downstairs to fuck me to death. Well, I do suppose I have experienced your style before. If anyone could achieve it, you could. Gwen smiled a cold chill racing down his spine. August took a slower breath when he saw it. It was the only sign of how disturbed he was. You will fuck yourself open with that. He looked down at the lube. It's the only preparation you'll get. August exhaled slowly through his nose and his hand clenched around the vial. I liked you more when you were against a wall and I looked down and your blood was on my cock. 
August said, voice flat and cutting. Gwen swallowed at the crudity of it, almost shuddered at the memory it evoked. He hadn't realized August had looked down and seen, hadn't realized a great deal at the time. Do they know, August said, eyes gleaming with amusement, do they know that dominating, powerful Gwen is actually someone who submits so beautifully, so well, and prefers it? Or is that something that only I found out? That you, with your reputation preceding you of being a coarse, rough, rolled in the hay, who must always be on top and always in control, was actually someone who sought me out? It wasn't just madness that drove you to me. August laughed at the expression he saw on Gwen's face. They don't know, do they? Gwen swallowed. He preferred that even August not know, especially now. Besides, it wasn't true any more. Gwen had... Gwen had pushed that part of himself aside. He couldn't afford it. August uncapped the vial of lubricant with a precise pop, pouring it onto his fingers one-handed, glaring at Gwen all the while. He held the vial out to Gwen once he was done, who took it absently, pocketing it and feeling his heart beat faster. It didn't matter how cutting August was, he still had to press his fingers up inside of himself, still had to do it while Gwen watched. It's this, or nothing at all, Gwen said, and August raised his eyebrows. Please, did that really need to be said? August pressed his shoulders back into the wall so he could arch his lower body forwards. He didn't look away from Gwen as he lowered his hand, slick with lube, behind his back. There was a tense, rebellious expression on his face, in the tight set to his lips, the narrowing at the corner of his eyes. "'You don't want me to turn around?' August said silkily. "'I could bend over, give you a better view.' "'I'll get my view when I fuck myself into you,' Gwen said. "'For now, I want to watch your face.' August's brow furrowed for a second, then smoothed again. He was hesitating, and the knowledge was a fire at the base of Gwen's spine. The stress of the days that had built upon one another began to coalesce in a thick, warm mass. It sparked inside of him. It was tiny bursts of light behind his eyes. Spread your legs. Gwen pressed his palm to August's hip bone, and muscles jumped beneath his skin. August shifted his legs apart reluctantly, but his breathing remained even. His eyes gleamed green, unusually bright even in the dimness of the cell. There was a strange liminal quality about them. Most other water horses didn't have eyes so vivid. Even as Underfay, that quality remained. Gwen had always assumed it was connected to the strength of his abilities, but perhaps not. Hurry up, Gwen said, and August swallowed silently. His eyelids lowered, and Gwen leaned forwards, dragging his hand up August's torso, over his ribs. He felt the minute shifts in August's arm as he shifted his hand behind himself, and then, there. August inhaled more sharply than before, his brow furrowed again. His shoulders shifted, and August blinked lazily. He licked at chapped lips. Two. Now, Gwen said, and August hissed a disapproval at him, but all the same his arm moved again, and Gwen felt August's body tense under his hand. August's eyes closed, and his body began to rock with the movement of stretching himself open. And Gwen wanted to see, he did but there was something about watching August's expressions that kept him in place. He scraped fingernails down August's skin and repeated the movement as August's breathing became more unsteady. Is there a class lower than underfay? Because I think you've found it. 
August's eyes shot open. The rhythmic movement of his arm, awkwardly tucked behind his back, faltered. Hurry up, Gwen said, voice dropping in tone. But August had stilled entirely, staring at Gwen like he didn't quite recognize him. You weren't always like this, August said, cautiously. Then we both changed, Gwen said. Six months in a cell and I'm feeling clearer than ever. Perhaps you should join me down here in the dark. Oh, but wait, you do. If you don't keep at it, I will hurt you more than you want to be hurt, Gwen said. And August rolled his eyes, sighed as though terribly bored, and his arm began moving again. What comes to mind most at this juncture, August said, voice smooth, is the fact that you're only able to do this to me because I'm trapped here, but that once you came to me voluntarily and abased yourself before me and begged for it. Do you feel like you're playing in the big leagues now? Hmm? Are you enjoying that thrill of power, watching me fuck myself open for you? Of course you do. But you're not in the big leagues, Gwen. You're just taking what you can from me, because you're too embarrassed to beg for it again. Gwen's hand turned into a hard grip over August's side. A wash of anger moved through him, and he was about to lunge forwards, about to pull August down by his hair, when he saw that flicker of triumph move over August's face. He'd recognize it anywhere. For a long time, it was a look he wore himself. Gwen paused, reassessed quickly, and then his hand trailed casually, almost lazily, over August's skin. I'm taking what I want from you, because I defeated you. I believe the big leagues are when the king of the Seely Fae actively demotes and imprisons the king of the Unseely Fae. What do you say? Honestly, I think I was there long before I convinced your brother to betray you. But surely, by your standards, that would have been the moment I stepped up to the plate. August's other arm rose reflexively to strike, his hand twisted into claws, and then he stopped himself, forced his breathing to calm. His eyes fixed in a glare, though, and Gwen could see that his teeth were gritted behind his closed mouth. Gwen found it fascinating, enjoyed the hunger that rose in him, prodding at August like this. August wasn't traditionally easy to provoke, instead choosing to provoke others. But here, now, Gwen was free to do as he liked. He reached behind August and trailed the backs of his fingers down August's arm until he reached the back of his hand. The movement brought him closer to August's body, arched away from the wall. August looked very much like he hated Gwen in that moment. Gwen's mouth turned up in a half-smile, and he grasped August's hand in his own, forcing his fingers up deeper inside of himself. August's breath hitched. Gwen moved his hand down further, until he could cup August's balls. At that, August tensed, and Gwen nodded in silent acknowledgment, squeezing slowly, increasing the pressure until August's nostrils flared, until his mouth tightened. Three, Gwen ordered, and a muscle in August's jaw jumped. In different circumstances, Gwen knew that he'd be risking retaliation, but he literally had August by the balls, and that was a singularly good feeling. If there was a sting as August slid in his third finger, he masked it well, which was why Gwen slid his hand back over August and pushed his hand forward again, drinking in the way August winced, the sharp inhale. It was getting harder to restrain himself now. He was uncomfortably hard in the confines of his own pants. He curled his finger around August's hand and started moving it back and forth, knowing he was straining at August's wrist in the process, that it must have ached all the way up his arm. But listening to the way August's breathing altered was just too good to pass up. August's discomfort, 
his awareness of the intensity of what was happening was not in loud cries or protests but in the slight tension and release of his body in the way he deliberately held his breath after each inhale it was in the way his whole hand trembled after gwen pushed particularly hard each small contained reaction added up as flares inside of gwen's body until he realized that he didn't want to wait much longer he didn't have to he'd given august plenty of time he removed august's fingers roughly drinking down that small sound of discomfort he grabbed him by the torso and turned him bodily it was easy enough then to push the ball of his foot behind august's knee to force him down to the ground to push him between the shoulder blades so that both of his hands came up involuntarily to brace himself on the tree root bench august may have been strong but gwen was always stronger gwen had been stronger even when august was king he couldn't remember the last time he'd met a fay stronger than he was gwen opened his pants and freed himself bracing one hand up against the wall and bending over august's body taking a fistful of damp hair up in his hand talk to me some more about defeat gwen said coldly and august's chest heaved with laughter is that what you want truly conversation no gwen said and lined himself up i want to fuck you he pushed himself in and slid deep in a single stroke throwing his head back groaning at the heat and slickness of it august jerked once beneath him and gwen bared his teeth down at his back pulling august's legs apart further before getting a better fix on how he wanted to brace himself against the wall of the cell he grasped august's hip with his spare hand and held him steady as gwen began to fuck into him with long deep relentless strokes August tried to keep his breathing under control, but within seconds he was exhaling audibly with every thrust. And as Gwen picked up his pace, snapping his hips forwards and dragging August back into him, August groaned and his head dropped, shoulders trembling. Now that I'm fucking you, tell me again about how I begged you back then. Go on. There was no response except for the rough, unsteady breathing of August, who seemed to be trying to pull himself together with little success. Gwen leaned down and bit at the back of August's shoulder over his previous bite mark, thrilled at the increase in trembling. He licked at the marks he'd left behind. August was warm all around him, none of that lukewarm surface temperature. He was snug, and the friction was delicious even with the lube. "'Can't reply,' Gwen breathed. "'Still getting used to me? No fucking tight, August.' "'Saved myself for you,' August said, and then bit out a small, despairing laugh. Gwen knew it was intended as a joke. He knew the words were meaningless, a dig at his own captivity, but they sent a rush of heat down the back of Gwen's spine all the same. Gwen dug his fingers into the wall, became more ruthless in his rhythm. He slammed his hips up against August, would have rocked him over if Gwen didn't have fingers digging into his hip bone. August's breath caught in his chest. A moment later he growled in the back of his throat. Tone it down, August managed, voice strained. I didn't hear you, Gwen said, each word falling on a separate thrust. Did you say harder? Because there is always harder. Gwen grinned and sunk his teeth into August's shoulder once more, over the original bite mark. He stayed deep inside, moving only a couple of inches before coming back, forceful and fast, demanding a reaction. And August gave it, short, single syllables of sound that caught in the back of his throat, some bitten off, involuntarily given. They were unwanted sounds that August didn't want to express, and Gwen was hungry for every single one. His teeth broke the skin on August's shoulder, and he moved so he could bite at the flesh on the opposite side, possessive, sensations like lava pooling together down near his balls. 
He was close. He paused for a few seconds and felt a liquid rush of pleasure when August dragged in a huge gulp of air, then another. He reached around and was surprised when, brushing against August's legs, August was hard against his fingers. Really? Gwen said. Didn't expect this. Fuck you, August managed, and Gwen laughed. I am. He shifted so he could keep his hand around August's cock and then found a rhythm again. A little slower than before, less concerned with driving himself to orgasm as quickly as possible. This was far more intriguing. He moved his hand in powerful, firm motions, reaching up and dragging the callus on his thumb, years of sword fighting turning his fingers rough, over the head of August's cock. August cried out then, when he realized what Gwen was doing. "'You don't need this from me,' August said, and Gwen looked down at him through lidded eyes. "'I do.' "'You don't!' The desperation in his voice was a balm. All day, all week, Gwen had been soothing others, dealing with everyone's difficulties. Not only that, but after weeks of soothing the hurts of others, reminding them that August was captured, hearing the grief and the voices of other fae, this was exactly what he needed. "'Tell me again about defeat,' Gwen said, slowing down further. "'Tell me about these mythical big leagues that I'm not a part of. Tell me how it felt, looking down, seeing my blood on your cock, all that time ago, back when you used to be someone.' August growled again, and Gwen laughed, thrusting hard, speeding the movements of his hand. He wished he had lubricant for this part, but August had come from rough before. I look at you, and all I see is someone who, after barely more than five minutes under the duress of those shadows, voluntarily surrendered his kingship. You didn't even try. August cried out, bucks beneath him, actually strained to get away, and Gwen laughed again. The truth hurts, doesn't it? Now will you hurry up and fucking come for me? Gwen redoubled his efforts, focused on the movements of his hand, dropped his forehead to the bumps of August's spine. His hearing focused as it often did when he was out in the wild. His senses strained towards August, feeling for the minute tremors in his muscles, looking for the moment August conceded to what was happening. Gwen's mouth opened hungrily when August cried out a sound that was pleasure and frustration, his softer voice taking on a vivid edge. Good, Gwen managed, and August's spine arched, his cry of frustration thinning out into a faint, broken whimper. His whole body tightened, and Gwen hissed at the sensation of it. His hand flexed where August swelled in his grip. He bit once more when he felt August come over fingers that had risen up to catch the hot liquid, only to smear it back down again. Gwen tasted August's blood in his mouth, felt August clench around him, and his mind went mercifully blank. Tension that had been coiling in him for far too long shattered outwards. There were lashes of light that flicked beneath his skin and scoured out his major veins and arteries. He gasped, hoarse, and came hard riding waves of pained pleasure with a handful of unsteady, deep thrusts. He needed time to catch his breath, gather his thoughts together. August remained still beneath him, breathing already slow and even once more. August gave no sign that he'd been drawn into orgasm, even with Gwen's hand still around his softening cock and Gwen still inside of him. Gwen took a breath, sighed it out. He withdrew, tucked himself back into his pants, and decided a long, hot shower was in order. He looked at the bite marks he'd made across August's shoulders as August straightened into a standing position, and decided he would have to take him down to the lake. He wanted to see how August would react to all that water, wanted to see him outside of the confines of the cell. 
I can see it so clearly now, August said, stretching his arms out and then laying a hand over one of the wounds on his shoulder. He drew his fingers back, wet with blood, and shook his head almost indulgently. Gwen frowned. What? What a great job you have done, taking after your father. Gwen's blood ran cold. Goose flesh raised all along his skin. Oh, I am nothing like... Same mannerisms. No. Same look in your eye around the topic of subjugation. No, this. I bet, August said, directing a bored look at his fingernails. I would place money on the fact that you fuck like him, too. Are you sure your center is justice? I'm not like... You are, August said, smiling. But now let's not hold you up. Don't you have a kingdom to run? Gwen stared. You're not kicking me out of your cell. Wouldn't dream of it. After all, I'm lower than Underfay, and you're a great, righteous, just king. Stay, then. Let's have a conversation about how much like your father you are. I seem to recall that you didn't want to turn out like him when you came to me that first time. I seem to recall that you begged me to break you of it. The family curse. Do you remember? August sat down languidly, showing no signs of having been thoroughly fucked, stretching his legs out and crossing them at the ankles, completely unconcerned at the stripe of cum that Gwen could see across his torso. Gwen could feel his heart still beating, a thunderous race that made his head feel too full. His hand was still sticky where he'd caught August's ejaculate. August watched him all the while, and then smirked. "'Sit down. Join me,' August practically purred. Let's reminisce. Prisoner. Underfay. Waterhorse. It wasn't working. Gwen blinked rapidly, willed what had stirred in him down so that he didn't have to feel it any more. He became aware that he was breathing too fast. Even in the dimness, the outline of August's smile was clear. There was a cruel cast to his eyes. Gwen swallowed and felt his light tugging at him, wanting to whisk him away to another location. August always picked this moment to strike, had done it before when Gwen was disoriented and vulnerable. But still! Gwen found the shreds of his anger, actively sought them out. He'd come down to try and purge himself of them, but standing here, he felt too exposed, too naked without them. He cobbled them back together and felt something approaching that dark, inflexible mood come back to him. He wiped his hand off on his shirt, idly. Oliver, Gwen said quietly. Tallow, Avia, Pinion, Imbris, and their mother, Olivet, all under Fay, every one of them dead, wasted away, children without a home who were utterly dependent on a lake they'd had for millennia, and their family, because you know how it is with Swan under Fay, they care for each other, they have big families. You should have heard their relatives. They were very convincing. I had no truly good reason for why you aren't dead yet. The smirk had faded from August's face, and his face turned serious. He didn't look away from Gwen. His eyes were hard to read. Leave would have you killed immediately, without a second thought, Gwen said, thinking back to his father's actions. The only time he would have afforded you is the time it took for him to think of the best method that he would enjoy. I think that you're very like him, August said. No sting in his voice. That, somehow, made it a great deal worse. That August could say it calmly, 
even gently, like this. Actually, in some ways, I think more than your first cousin. The words registered as a physical blow. Gwen took a step back. I have to leave, Gwen said, and forced himself to walk through the barrier, forced himself not to simply teleport away. You'll be back, August called, a smile thick in his voice.